This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. The rise in inflation can be seen everywhere right now, and that for the reasons why, we're hearing about a narrative that is focused on the role that big business is having in this process. It's being called greedflation. President Biden recently calling out oil companies for not doing enough to get gasoline prices under control and ramp up production. It all circles around the potential issue of price gouging. John Zhang is a marketing professor at the Warren School, and he joins us to take a look at this idea of greedflation. Hey, John, great to have you back with us. It has been a while, but pleasure to have you back on the show. Well, thank you so much, Dan, uh, for inviting me. Thank you. And, and so I guess this this idea of greedflation, how did we come up with this term in the first place? <laughs> That's a very good question. I think it's a very acute term. And uh, I think you probably want to ask uh, the politicians uh, that question right. or the New York Times. Yeah, because that that's was kind of my my thesis here is that this feels a little bit like it's a political push. Obviously, we're in a year with a midterm election, uh, a way for politicians to be able to blame companies for a big chunk of the inflation that's out there. Well, the companies are always a, a very good and a convenient uh, punching bag. I think that uh, it's not surprising that uh, politicians want to blame, uh, blame uh, firms uh, for the for the inflation. I think that uh, if you really want to blame something for the inflation, you probably want to blame the environment in which uh, the, the companies are put in. And uh, you look at uh, the spending, you look at uh, the uh, fossil fuel regulations, the high energy costs, and also that uh, you have a uh, Russian invasion, this host of uh, factors that really have contributed to uh, this environment. I think that uh, the firms are actually doing exactly what they're supposed to do. When you could raise prices, you raise prices and make more money to invest for more production. That's what we uh, want the firms uh, to do. And so then the question becomes, is if this is the path that we are on right now, does this potentially impact economic policy as we move forward? Uh, it does, I think, potentially. And uh, but personally, I think that uh, blaming companies is not going to go very far and it's not going to go very long. And uh, unless you can find some uh, evidence for collusion. And uh, but I think that in this environment of inflation, you really don't need to collude and to raise your prices uh, together. Right? The reason is because if you look at the customers and they are more re- receptive to price increases during the inflation, you look at the companies, they are very eager to pass the cost onto the consumers, the cost increases uh, onto the consumers. And uh, so you don't really need to collude and to raise those prices. And, uh, and uh, so if you force the companies to stay put with their prices, and uh, you may not see the, uh, the increase in production, you may even actually see some empty shelves and the long lines at the gas pumps. Right, and, and we're already seeing uh, those two components uh, play out uh, in, in a variety of different uh, uh, impacts. The, uh, the empty sh- uh, shelves in, in, in various stores, uh, the gasoline prices obviously having the the impact that uh, that they've had uh, over the last uh, several months right now, and and it just it, it it kind of convolutes I think trying to get to a true solution, or or at least a way to mitigate a lot of these problems right now. 
Right. So if you just imagine that if you invest both firms and uh, to stay put with their prices, and uh, next thing you're going to notice is that there's going to be shortage. When you have a shortage, the cost, uh, consumers will begin to hoard the product. When consumers begin to hoard the product, of course, you're going to have even more shortage, right? So that probably is not the path that we want to take. Let's use the, the, the issue of, of gasoline prices as kind of the example here because we know we've uh-huh. seen the inflation there. Uh, and we know that the, our country and, and really the world is kind of at a transition point to begin with when you're talking about the onset of electric vehicles, EVs, that uh, we we know that most countries are going to expect in terms of use in the next five to ten years. And so it, it sounds like it's putting some of these gas producers in a tight spot in terms of wanting to build out production cap- uh, capacity if they know that EVs are going to be kind of the way of the world in the next uh, you know five to ten years. That's uh, actually a very, very good observation. I think that what you notice is that uh, in the past, every time that the gasoline prices increase, and at some point that the production will increase. And the OPEC would actually begin to increase uh, its production, right? But this time around, it looks like uh, the uh, OPEC is very reluctant and to increase the production. And uh, in fact, they're not afraid of the fact that American companies may jump in and begin to produce more oil and then gas. And uh, the whole reason is because I think that uh, the high prices will help uh, with the transition to the clean energy. Everybody knows that uh, the, uh, that's the future and uh, why you want to actually invest the money that may not pay off uh, 20 years down the road at this point. Yeah, I think that's a really a very important issue. And uh, in fact, personally, I really feel that uh, the government should do something about and uh, the energy cost and because uh, the energy cost is one of the reasons why U.S. manufacturing industries and the in- industries in general are still very competitive in the global, uh, on the global stage. In fact, a lot of Asian investors, they come to the U.S. as somebody because of uh, the uh, low energy costs. And uh, I hope that uh, the en- energy costs can be brought down somehow. You, if you throw in as well what the, the, the economy has gone through over the last couple of years because of the pandemic, and, and obviously the, the funds have been sent out by the government, you've seen an unbelievable rise in the demand for a lot of products as well. And that obviously has an impact on, on what we've been seeing going on. Absolutely. Uh, there is a whole lot of uh, pent-up demand, and also that supply is also uh, uh, is down and uh, because of a lot of uh, logistic issues and the supply chain issues. And uh, on top of that, you have a high energy cost. Of course, that you put all three things together, you got a perfect formula for the uh, high inflation. How does the discussion around monopolies in certain sectors potentially play into this as well? That's actually also a very good question. I think personally, I really think that uh, this whole discussion about monopoly is a uh, red herring. Uh, the reason is because before the pandemic, and those monopolies were there. And uh, not only that, during the pandemic, in, in year 2020, for instance, many of those monopolies were losing money. Uh, ExxonMobil, for instance, uh, and uh, the company that uh, made more money than God, and that's a quotation, and uh, in fact lost uh, $22 billion and, uh, in 2020. 
right? So if you want to force the ExxonMobil to lower the price and cut into their profitability today, are you prepared to subsidize the company when the company is not doing well, right? If you're ready to do that, then of course, let's just forget about the free, uh, free market, right? And then, then that, that will be like uh, the controlled economy. So what impact do you think then this, this idea of green, uh, greedflation will have? Not as much, do you think, or does it have some legs to run here? I think in a way that uh, there is some elements of uh, truth in there that simply because during the inflation, firms certainly have a more incentive to uh, pass more than the cost onto the consumers. And uh, they're simply because the consumers are more receptive to price increases and uh, all the firms are eager to raise their prices. And so therefore, a company is not as, uh, as uh, afraid of uh, uh, being undercut in price by the competition. I think in that regard, prices uh, and go up and firms will raise their prices and, and so on. And uh, that probably is true. But the point is that uh, that's exactly what we want the firm to do in that kind of environment, right? right? So you want to actually raise the prices and uh, when you can and uh, make right. more money and to invest for more production. So hopefully that uh, in the future that the more production will need to lower prices. And that's how yep. the market economy works. John, I appreciate your time. All the best. John Zhang, who is a marketing professor at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.